Yo, what's up? This is Fries with Jake, and you've entered the most entertaining, boombastic podcast you have ever heard in your fucking life. And if you don't know me, you will. And the people that do know me know that I am a fucking ridiculous guy and have a lot of shit on my mind all the time to talk about, so listen up. Let's go, bitches. Yo, what up? Fries with Jake. It's a Friday night at 8.04 p.m. Got a special guest tonight. The one, the only, Mitch... What is it? McLaughlin? McLaughlin. McLaughlin? Okay. <laughs> Just call me Mitchy Tones. <laughs> Mitchy Tones. Got him on the show tonight. I'm excited about this one because we are both musicians and we have some stuff to talk about. But first off, uh, Mitch, tell us about yourself a little bit. How long you've been playing guitar and how long you've uh, loved music. How long? I've loved music my whole life. I'll tell you that right there. Uh, I came out of my mom's coochie and I was like, Hell's bells! <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, have my, I have my dad to thank for my musical taste, actually. Okay. Um, how so? Well, I mean, like, how come? Well, okay, so I don't, really, I don't really talk to my dad that much. I, th- I haven't spoken to him. Like, I haven't seen him face-to-face in over five years. Okay. Um, he's a raging alcoholic, and by God, I love that man to death, and I wish he would just reach out to me. I mean, I'm not a raging alcoholic, but as you know, no. and everybody else knows, I super like to drink. Dude, let me, let me clear the air right now, all right? Because I've heard a couple of your other podcasts. There's nothing wrong with having a beer. I'm going to put that right now. Yeah, but there. the problem is I don't just have one beer. I've said this multiple D- times. Dude, I, I understand Next that. Next thing you know, you're, you're just supposed you to roll show with up, there. your girlfriend's here, <laughs> I start making an ass out of myself, I start sitting on people, you would get mad because you go, that's just Jake, he's a drunken idiot, and then then, then it's this whole awkward fucking <laughs> thing. Nah, dude, first of all- And I thought about that for a while because I was like, Mitch was probably fucking mad at me last night because I remember, as drunk as I was- Wait, you sat on my girlfriend? Yeah. Oh shit, I didn't even know. Yeah, you did, you did know. You fucking knew because you were like- uh, Yeah, because I remember you were like, all right, Jake, all right, Jake, come on, Jake. And Wait, like dude, I was just sure like, dude, me? and then I got up and I was like, I'm just playing around. I'm just fucking nah, drunk. Well, no, nah, dude, first of all, um, I don't take anything personally- you know, I know you. You're a pretty solid dude. You know, we've had some nice conversations. Try to be, try to be. You know, you pretty su- solid, dude. You succeed, but we've had some nice conversations. You know, we party with Kevin and you know the guys in movies like Juno and stuff. And like, yeah. I, I've come to appreciate you as a friend. Oh, thank you. You know, I, I, I think I think you're a genuine dude. And I appreciate it. I try not to get into all the drama, but me and Mitch have had conversations about there was stuff going on in the band. So the band was called Movies Like Juno, and I I'm going to be honest. I, I'm not into a lot of bands, and I'm really not too into pop punk. I played pop punk for a little bit in a band called Trip Kings, mm-hmm. R.I.P. But hey, dude, it happens. Yeah, but at the same time, at first, you know, before I knew anybody, I uh, I only supported the band because of Kevin. Because oh, Kevin, thanks. Kevin, <laughs> I appreciate that, dude. Making me feel, making me feel real welcome in your house. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh wait, Jake. Yes. Uh, beat you to it oh fuck you man <laughs> fuck you but you gotta realize though man this was before i knew any of you guys mm-hmm. i didn't know you i didn't know the other guys in the band i didn't know anybody so kevin had told me about the band and i played in a band with kevin back in the day close to heart yeah i remember that. and he was like fucking 19 years old and i was i mean we're 10 years apart and i was 
29. Yeah, you know dude, what I mean? Dude, you, so fit, like, you fit right in with everybody. But I we supported, love you for you, man. But I supported that fucking band. Because mm-hmm. I remember drinking a beer in front of you guys when you played there. Dude, I tried to make as many shows as I could. And dude. then once I heard it, I was like, all right, I'm not really into pop punk. And, you know, I don't know if I really like Alex's fucking lyrics but obviously kevin was always good on drums freaking drummer to drummer he's still on the drums yeah dude. good on drums always making up like intricate fucking cool parts and then you were always good on guitar and then there was the you know the bass and hold, hold up side note real quick mm-hmm. did you know kevin's also a really good singer actually i did know that because yeah. did you hear dude, that we, when we played we played in the basement and he was singing yeah i, I saw the I video don't know but if he put i, I couldn't set. make it out it's, too well but i remember one night at a at band practice with movies like juno we were sitting there. I got on the drums, and I think I think we covered a song or whatever. And Aiden started playing something on the guitar, and Kevin just started singing. And when we finished, we all just looked at him, and Aiden's like, "Kevin, you have a great voice." Yeah, and he's and like, oh, everybody. Dude, I, I, really, that- I really don't. I really don't think that and everything. And I looked at him like, "Kevin, you're like fantastic, dude. Like you're yeah. great." You know? Yeah. When we played and he was singing, we you see the guitars were super loud, and mm-hmm. you know the drums and everything. But Kevin had always wanted to do like vocals. He wanted to do vocals and he wanted to be, try a little side project yeah. thing. It didn't work out because Kevin wants to be in, I don't know. He, he's like, Kevin's like super fucking into emo. So is so is his friend Matt. And they're all into this fucking emo thing. They love it. Now, I like some emo music here and there. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But as everybody really knows, I'm super into, I'm into a lot of music, but I love metal. Like, that's just what I am. But I've played thrash punk. I've played pop punk. I've mm-hmm. played alternative. I've tried to make it in a band. We had a fucking manager. We had merch. We played Battle of the Bands. Yeah. We've done, I've done it all. So everything, here, dude. everything that you guys are going through, I've been through that. So I know exactly what it is. Yeah, dude. But here's the thing. Did you know that Alex and I were actually signed to Rock Nation Records before? Mm-mm. Yeah, dude. We had this band. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. All right. So what had happened was it was me, my boy John, and Alex, and this kid Joe. And uh, they wrote this one song called, um, they had they had a crap load of music written. And it was like some of the best music I've ever heard, dude. Like, okay. It, was, it wasn't pop punk, but it wasn't alternative rock. It was like a happy medium, you know. And then like I'm listening to it and John and Joe were singing. There was so much auto-tune on their vocals. Mm-hmm. But I remember um, I jammed with them a couple times and I met them. I met actually John and Alex through my buddy Tom, who's also another drummer. And Tom, okay, shout out to Tom, dude. I love you. You're one of my greatest friends, and I think you're an amazing drummer. So just want to get that out there. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But, um, I always thought. I always thought. Uh, I'm going to go back to what we were talking yeah, about, yeah, but real yeah. quick, um, I always thought Kevin was a better drummer than me, like because the way that I drum. I was always the guy, I don't fucking care, dude. Like, I don't fucking care if my drums are fucking tuned. I don't fucking care if I play the perfect fucking set or if I drop some sticks or whatever. I'm just out there to beat on shit. And I don't know why. I mean, you should master your craft and be good at your craft. But the new stuff that we recorded, I don't know if you've heard any of the new stuff. Like uh, Kevin, for Kevin showed me a couple of videos and stuff like that. But dude, you're you're a solid drummer, man. Thanks, like, man. But, I appreciate um, that. I mean, dude, the point the the first and the first and foremost point of music is you gotta have fun with it. All right. If you're not yeah, having, like if you get having, too serious with it, because well, no, 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 no. They go hand in hand. I remember what you and Doug were talking about. Um, Doug was like, you know, the business aspect. A lot of people don't like that. I remember your conversation about that. And yeah. Doug made a very very good point. You know, he stated that some people don't like the business end of it. But here's the thing. You know, you can do music one of two ways. Or one of three ways, in my okay. opinion. One, you can be strictly professional. Yep. All right. And that sucks. 
all right? Because you can't have fun. You're always, you have to, like, it becomes a fucking here, there, job. Here, there. Yeah, it's it becomes a job, job and right, it, does, exactly. it doesn't become your love anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the other one is you can do it to have fun, you know, and... As a hobby. As a hobby, yeah, like a cover band, you right. know, or like a, like a bar band or something like that. You know, and then you can do the other one, like, kind of like Blink did, you know, right. very, very professional, all right, when right. it comes to booking shows and handling everything. But also, they get on stage, they're, they're, talk, they're saying dick jokes back and forth to each other, talking about, like, you know, like, Satan coming up and bediddling kids and all that, like, it, it was weird, you know, but mm. at the same time... No other band did that before, and they did something that was crazy. And you look at their videos, Tom, Mark, and Travis, and they're all like laughing and having fun, and they're you know enjoying themselves and everything. But at the same time, they're very professional about it. Yeah, you know, this so is true. a lot of people don't like that business aspect. But if you want to become a successful musician, you gotta learn the business side. You have you got, to know the business to. side. You gotta learn to promote. I was you I the was the business side when I was in a band. I was in the business side. The guy, all the other guys, they wanted to fucking just play music and the bus balls and joke around. And I'm like, dude. I get it. You guys want to fucking make fun of you. You can make fun of each other for fucking nine hours. But here, we're not going to get anything fucking done. Mm-hmm. I was the one that put our shit on MySpace. I was the one that found the manager. I was the one that got the van. I was the one that got yeah, the dude. bank account. I was Because I know that shit. And I know yeah, how dude. to work that side of it. You have to. Because yeah. if not, you're just fucking <clears throat> playing music just to play music. And that's it. And that's fun and all. Yeah, but dude. if you're trying to make it... You have to sacrifice a fucking stuff. everything. Yeah, dude, seriously, like, you do. Dude, dude with, with talking about sacrificing with with, um, with movies like Juno, I want to make a disclaimer right here. I love all those guys from okay. the bottom of my heart. The, you know, they have become some of my closest friends, and I wish them all the best. You know, I left for um, for reasons. They wanted to go. They wanted to go in a different direction than what I wanted to go in. You know, and, but that's because. Well, no, they they you, they still. <coughs> excuse me. They still wanted to be professional, right? You know, and they still wanted to keep the business aspect of it, but they wanted to write more, um, more deep music. Is what I'm saying. More I emotion, know. more feeling into it. And by all means, write on, dude. Righteous brothers, like I, I get it. I feel you. I enjoy that type of music. Here's the thing: that's not where my heart lies. And Your get, heart lies with pop punk. Though. No, 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 dude. I, You're always playing hold pop on, punk. Hold on, I'm always playing that, pop punk. Everybody oh, knows that, though. Hold on, everybody hold on. knows you're no, playing no, 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 pop no, no, punk no, no, music. No, 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 no. You ain't playing no fucking 1999 no, Atreyu no, on no, your guitar, no, no, dude. Dude, dude, dude. I've <laughs> done. Hold on. First of all, first of all, I've done everything from a Jack Johnson beach reggae album all the way to a freaking metalcore album. It was a band called Skylines, and I had to write this. I wrote, <laughs> what? I didn't even know yeah, this. Dude I, dude, I wrote a full freaking metal album, 10 songs, you know? Yeah. And um, my buddy Nick... I'm going to try not to get choked up right now. My buddy Nick, um, October 25th, 2017, uh, passed away. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, dude. Uh, it's all right. Um, I got to tell you, man, that kid was a, a phenomenal musician, dude. And he What was, did he play? Everything, man. Really, like, dude. He played. He was like a rev, you know, Avenged Fest. Yeah, dude, dude. Rev. Dude. How rev like wrote dude. songs, played yeah. drums, lyrics, well, fucking bass guitar, he, everything. Dude, he taught me how to program drums and taught me how to like use dissonant chords and how to actually write a proper breakdown and stuff like that. And him and I, we yeah. worked on the metal album together. Okay. He wrote three songs. I wrote the other seven. You know, and then, and then we got, and then I got my boy Bobby to uh, get the vocals done on it. You know, and the, the album came out freaking awesome. You know, it was actually, it was actually, we were labeled as a Christian metalcore band. Really? Know? Yeah, okay. like uh, August Burns Red, Four Today, stuff like that. But it was more along the lines of like Memphis Mayfire. Yeah. You know, it was like a lot of yeah. breakdowns after breakdowns with real poppy choruses and everything. Yeah. But I've done everything from like that Beach Reggae album. It was a band, it was a band called Stephen Paul, you know, and like I've, 
I, I played Warped I, I Tour. Don't with, know. Hold on. I, I don't, played Warped Tour with Stephen Paul. I opened up for Young the Giant with Stephen Paul. Who is Stephen Paul? Steve, um, he's my buddy. I, I used to work at Chick-fil-A with his brother Greg. Mm-hmm. And uh, Greg was like, my brother's in a band. And I'm like, oh, really? Does he need someone? He's like, he needs a bassist. And then, okay. know, I'm a guitar player. I never touched a bass before. I'm like, it can't be that hard. Right. So yeah. I pick it up. I'm playing with a pick. And I'm starting to strum it. And he's like, dude, like you can't strum a bass. I'm like, well, how do I play a bass? So he's, he's like, like playing a bass. Yeah. Like, he's, he's like, dude, you got, you got, you got, you got to love it. You got to caress it. You got to hold it close, like it's your woman. I'm like, right. all right. So I learned how to play bass. I learned how to make a groove. I learned how to like flow with the drums and everything like that. But that band, out of all the bands I've been in, that is the one biggest regret I have, okay. because I was young and stupid. I wanted to write pop punk music because that's what was in at the time. Yeah. No, you know? that's true. But I don't think I but, could ever see you. I don't th- see. I don't know if you could ever be in a band that was kind of like, oh, maybe. Okay, I'm gonna rephrase that. No, God, say you could. Good. No, you could fucking be in a band. You could be in any band because you are a really good guitarist. Thank you. But at the same time, I I know where your heart lies as far as the music goes because mm-hmm. you have told me numerous of times. Yeah. But dude. at the same time, it's like Mitch in a fucking metal band. Dude, I'll show you some of the stuff. I if know you, want, you do, but you're not you're not looking to you have a song that's called Sell Out yes. and it's and that was uh, you know that was the intro into this podcast. Thank you for and using it, that. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, the, sure. The man, and dude. that's cool that it's actually that I could search it and it's fucking there. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. And that all comes back to the business side of things, you know, dude. I had to go through an agitator. I think it was it was CD Baby or something like that. I paid X amount of money, and what they did is they copyrighted the song to me. I own 100% of the song. I get almost all the royalties. You know, anytime. Did you get your, uh, uh, did you do your shit through like uh, ASCAP? No, no. Because ASCAP, you have, that's how you, like, if. if I went through BMI. Okay. I went through BMI. I went through. um, Oh, I guess there's two of them. There's ASCAP, and then there's BMI, and there's a crap load of other ones, but I went through BMI because I was already affiliated with that from the Skylines uh, music. Okay. There's, There's one song from Skylines out called Call Out, and, um, I wrote it about two kids. Uh, they were, um, to be completely honest, dude, they were jackasses. Really? You know, they were. Oh, I've been in bands know. like that where but, they were jackasses. Like, here's dude. the thing, dude. I was trying to help them. I was pouring my heart and soul out to them. I'm like, dude, you're going down a bad. Like, dude, you're going down a bad path. You know, like I want the best for you. You're like, I'm not trying to be a dick, but like, yeah. you're screwing up. You're wasting your life. Right. You know, I want you to have the most successful life that you can have, and I just want to freaking help you. Right. You know, and they didn't want to do it, so I'm like, the only way they're going to listen to me is through music. You know, so I wrote a song and like, you know, it's like I wasn't even trying to attack them. You know, I was just writing it so they could listen to me. And I started off with the song, like, you know, you play yourself as a victim and you know you're wrong. Blaming others for your problem. We don't have a smoking gun. Acting on impulse. You think you're so mature. Look in the mirror. You've been wrong before. Okay. You know, so you wrote that lyric. I wrote, yeah, I wrote the lyric. I wrote those lyrics, you know. Um, I wrote the lyrics. I actually recorded with Corbin. He actually did the movies like Juno EP. With Corbin? Who's Corbin? Uh, He's the bassist in Prevailer. Okay. Prevailer. Uh, was this... Corbin the one that recorded uh, movies like yeah, you know? Yeah, I just said that. Yeah, Corbin. You know, I fucking hit him up, mm-hmm. and he finally got back to me like, I think it was months later, but Kevin was like, yo, get up with fucking Corbin, because I was trying to release that rap album, mm-hmm. and I had like the cover done. Yeah, and I remember I, you were talking about that. I dude. just had to go into the studio mm-hmm. and like make like one song to go in there, mm-hmm. and I never heard anything back. Yeah. And everybody, everybody was like, yo, he's the coolest fucking kid or whatever. Dude, he's... Like, he's months he's, later hit me back. I mean, dude, I'm like, he, dude, dude like, he was literally recording almost everybody in South Jersey. You know, right. like he did he did the Far Beyond the Sunrise EP. He did the Prevailer album. He did the Skylines record. He did the movies like Juno record. He even did my old Win by Two stuff. 
Okay. You know, with, with John and the former vocalist in movies like, do you know Alex? Okay. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Alex and I have been, shoot, dude, I met Alex back in 2010. Something right. like that, like fresh out of high school. Through actually, you know, as I was saying earlier, through Tom and him and I, dude, we just freaking clicked, man. Yeah. Like I would, I would, I would play like a couple chords, and he'd be like, dude, 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 listen to this melody, man. And like Alex has always been out there, man. He's always like this crazy dude, and he's like, yo, like you gotta check this out, man. Like, oh, we did, and, and it's like his <laughs> yeah. eyes are like popping out yeah, of his head right, when he's singing. Right, right. But dude, I've never encountered a vocalist like that who can get aggressive and who can scream like Chester from Lincoln Park. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Chester. We miss you and yes, we love you. Yes, ditto on that, yes. But, you know, I, like I was saying when we first started the podcast, um, Alex and I were jamming for the longest time with Joe and John. And um, I had stopped talking to uh, Joe and John um, for, uh, for, for reasons that had happened. I don't want to get too much into it because I'm not trying to talk crap on them because I still right. love them. Mm-hmm. You know, but I had stopped speaking to them for a while. And then like a couple years goes by. It's now 2012. Okay. You know, so we, we, we jammed in 2010. I didn't speak to him from like mid-2010 all the way up to like mid-2012, almost the end of 2012. Okay. John hits me up. He's like, dude, he's like, everything is good. We're in the studio. You know, we need your help. I'm like, all right. I'm like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So they dropped this song called Burning Up. And it's the first time I've actually heard Alex sing on a record. And I remember the first time I listened to that song, I'm sitting there and I'm like, this has got potential. Oh my gosh. This is yeah. like... Yeah, a freaking no, great feeling. song, you know. And I, I called John up. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm coming over now. You got to teach me how to play. I'm like, let's do this band. He's like, all right, man. He's like, he's like, he's like, Joe will be on bass. You know, I, I, I'll play the drums, and and, and Clem can sing, and you can be on the guitar. I'm like, dude, yes, let's do this. So we started doing it. We never played any shows. The same situation that happened in 2010 happened again. Okay. So I stopped speaking to them from 2012 to like 2013. Come right. back, dude. Everything's good. Let's do it all again. Yeah. I should know it's the third time. I'm thinking, all right, third time's a charm. Let's just work with it. Same crap happens again. Four different times it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, so I finally I stopped speaking to them, and I'm like, guys, I can't be your friend anymore. I'm sorry, but you're screwing me too much. You know, so I'm working at Chick Fil A, and then uh, Alex calls me, and he's like, yo, he's like, I promise you, everything is good this time. I'm like, all right, man. I'm like, what's up? He's like, our buddy Dan got in contact with somebody from Rock Nation Records. Okay. At the time, it was yeah. called Rockefeller Records. Yeah. Jay-Z's label. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yep. So I did my research. I'm like, you know what record label that is? He's like, dude, it's freaking Jay-Z's. I'm like, okay. And he's like, he lied to the guy and said that we were all in a band. <laughs> he dropped your name, my name, John, and Joe's name. Really? And I'm like, okay, great. What do we got to do? He's like, he has a partial song written that the one guy overheard him playing, and he's coming over tomorrow to listen to the full song and i'm like dude you need okay. me to write you a song and he's like no 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 no. Dan, dan's got like this dan's got this part written and you need to like basically write everything else and i'm like you need me to write a freaking song you're giving me a day's notice a day he's like he's like dude dude you'll be fine you'll be fine he's like look can you call out of work tomorrow the guy's meeting us at like at like at like one in the afternoon what I'm like, like what? Well, dude, this is how dedicated I am to music. I was like, all right. I looked at my boss. All right, fuck it. Yeah, I looked at my boss. I'm like, dude, I got an emergency. I can't work tomorrow. He's like, dude, is it music related? I was like, no, it's not music related. (laughs) My dog's (laughs) sick. I got to take my dog to the vet. No, no, but um, I meet up with him. This is the first time I'm ever meeting Dan. I don't know how the hell he heard of me. Mm -hmm. All right, but we meet up and he's got the song he's playing. It's called Daybreak. 
you know, and the chorus is like, every day is a new daybreak, every chance is a step we take. And I'm like, dude, yeah. that's a pop song. He's like, I know, can you make it pop punk? I'm like, I don't want to play pop punk anymore. I hate pop punk now. He's, like what, do you, he's like, what do you mean you hate it? Yes, it's my guilty pleasure. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to play it because it's a dying genre, and I hate to be that guy, but pop punk is dead. It's dying. Except, except, I will say this, except, I just saw a fucking video on this. Do you know, there's a lot of bands, okay, so pop mm-hmm. punk aspects, but some metal aspects too. First of all, let's clarify what pop punk is. Hit the lights, My Chemical Romance, Blink-182, Green Day, Sum 41, Good Charlotte, Simple Plan, even Chunk, No Captain Chunk, you know. Okay. Four years strong, it's pop punk. That's, I mean, yeah, you can you can make a living off of it, but like. <laughs> so where do you see, okay, I'm going to say not 100, the band I'm about to say, it's not 100% pop punk, mm-hmm. but definitely has a lot of pop punk metal If you say aspects. neck deep, I'm going to freak out. No, a okay. day to remember. Oh, dude, a day, okay. Day first, to remember is the, the one day, band, dude, I saw this A day to remember blended heart, blended post-hardcore and pop geniuses, punk. Yes. They, because they, the documentary was like, how has this band got uh, so fucking big? Me. That's the second time you burped. I haven't burped yet. Dude, I told I you I was going to beat you to it, man. I know. You get me fucking drinking a couple more beers. By the way, side note, me and Mitch are drinking whiskey, and Mitch didn't think that he was going to be able to drink the whiskey, and he's done his whiskey before I'm even done mine. That's my second glass. The second glass? I'm already on my first glass. No, dude, you drank some of that and filled it back up, and then you dumped yeah. some out. Uh, yeah, you're right. I did. <laughs> no, I just I finished my second glass. But no, I don't. I don't really like to drink that much. But hold on, before before we get off topic, let me. So they give me this freaking day's notice to write them a song. Okay. So I'm like, all right. So Danny plays like whatever he's got going on, and I'm like, all right, what key is it? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, what's the first note you're playing? He's like, I'm playing this third string open. I'm like, okay, it's in the key of D. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can work with that. I said, play it. And I started doing like a breakdown over top of it, like dun dun, dun dun dun, dun dun. Dun, 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 you know. Okay. And he's like, yeah. dude, that sounds so freaking good. I'm like, just keep going with it. <laughs> that sounds so freaking good. I'm, 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 like, dun, dun, I'm, like, I'm like, just keep dun, rolling dun, with dun, it. Dun, dun. Here's the thing. The dude from the record label shows up an hour early. So I'm, I met him at 11 in the morning. He was supposed to come at 1. It's so now- you're telling me the dude from Rock Nation or Rockefeller Records yeah. shows up where? Where did he show up? His house. His house. Oh, dude, th- this whole story gets sketchy. Oh, your anything. friend's house? Yeah. So he shows up at your friend's house. Yeah, an and, hour early. And, so I guess he was like, was he like an A&R? He was an A&R rep, I'm assuming. Uh, he was like to below check, To check he, he you out them. and then maybe kind of slide he, into yes, somebody yes, else to exactly. see He worked for what? this. Okay, so his name was Emidio, and I love this guy. All right, Emidio is like the coolest dude I've ever met. He's opened so many doors for me. Okay. All right, but he worked for this guy, Big Lou, who was, actual, who was an actual rep for Rock Nation Records. Mm. Right. So, Medio shows up with his girlfriend, and um, uh, I'm sitting there, and Danny and Alex are so nervous. John and Joe aren't even here. Mm-hmm. It's just me, Danny, and Alex. And uh, I look at Clem, I'm like, dude. And by the way, another name for Alex is Clem. So, if I say Clem, I'm referring to Alex. Okay. So, Clem, I look at Clem, I'm like, do you have lyrics written for your parts? He's like, dude, I can just freestyle. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, the song's about a chick. I got plenty of stories. I'm like, all right. You know, so he he's like he's like, how do we want to structure it real quick? And the guys walking up the doors, we're talking. Yeah, I'm like, all right, all right, look, 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 look. So what's gonna happen is, Danny, you're gonna play this part, and you're gonna play it for two times. And I'm gonna come in with that breakdown over top of it, okay? Then after I play that breakdown twice, Alex, you start to sing. Okay. And he's like, okay. I said, after that, Danny, you go into that little interlude part. Then after that, we play the chorus. Danny, you just sing. And he's like, all right, all right, I got this, I got this. And I structured the whole song out for them. So the immediately shows up with his girlfriend, 
and uh, we start playing the song and we finish and as a musician I'm like oh my gosh that was horrible Alex was off key Danny mumbled through the lyrics I couldn't even figure out what to play because he changed it up midway through the song okay so immediately looks at us and he's like dude that was the greatest song I've ever heard and I'm like is this, this the song that you played for this guy yes and okay, so you so you figure shit out, and then what happened with the guy? Did he slide it to the next person, or like how did that come about? Like what let's happened? Just, let's just say it ended with us working with the president of the Grammys, mm. or or president of the Grammys on the East Coast, something okay. like that. Right? Yeah. Um, or he, so he you was, were like he's, he's almost gra- famous. I, we were like we were like inches from it. It dude. was like you were almost famous. Like I almost won a million dollars. Yes, day, exactly. Yeah. Like maybe a little like, closer. Like, <laughs> One number away. What do you mean? How yeah. close do I have to be? Dude, get the mega, te- get the mega wire. Technically, well, technically, it was a double digit. Okay, we were a single digit away. You were double okay. digits. All right. All right. But anyway, right. He, he introduced us to this guy, Big Lou, and I'm like, okay. And then Big Lou's like, all right, I need five songs from you guys, and I'm like. Great. So I look at John. That's I'm like, not that hard, dude. Well, no, hold on. Here's the thing. They wanted songs like Daybreak. And I'm like, I, I can't write this type of music right now. Like, you got to give me time. Danny's like, we got five songs written already. We got, we got Burn It Up, Hold Your Call. Uh, uh, um, we, we have Daybreak, and we just need to write two more. Okay. And I look at Danny. I'm like, Danny, you didn't even write Hold Your Call or Burning Up. You had no part in that. Neither did I. I didn't even write those songs. Okay. That was all John, Joe, uh, and Alex, you know? I'm so confused right now. So, I just feel like there's been so many <laughs> bands that have been talked about. I don't, I'm trying this, to pay this, attention. This, this, My this, ADD is fucking <laughs> kicking in right now. It this, was one band, and then it was another band, and then it was Side Note to Day to Remember, and yeah. then it was going into For, uh, Mitch almost being famous. Okay, so, look, what look. so currently what we're at yes. right now is that Mitch so look. was almost famous. Okay, so I mentioned <coughs> Stephen Paul earlier. Okay. <coughs> Stephen Paul is is right on the sideline with uh, this band. This band that I'm talking about now is called Win by Two. Okay. Okay. We were Stephen Paul was existing the same time Win by Two was, and they were both taking off in great directions. All right. So Win by Two, um, immediately was like, I don't like your band name. And then John started a fit because he he came up with it, and he's like, I'm Win by Two. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I know. But for if you're like 12, you know, we're I'm 20 at this time. You know, I'm 19, 20. I'm not 12 anymore. I don't write that same type of music. I'm more mature with my writing, you know. And, you know, we're all, we're all like, you know, um, we're all messing around in the studio. And Clem's like, how about a year less? And Danny's like, no, just yearless. So we're like, all, all right, right, let's go with yearless. So we go with yearless. That's cornier than fucking win by two. Win by two is dude, cool. Who doesn't dude, like somebody to win by two? Dude, you're, you're, I, I get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is, that is dude, a, you know. Dude, I get it. I'm right there with you. It's it's not that bad. But now I, you're like, all right, yearless. But here's the thing, dude. We weren't. I don't know about but that. But, dude, here's the thing. We weren't. This is when I got into the business aspect of music. We weren't a pop punk band. We were labeled as an alternative rock band. Okay. Under Jay-Z's label. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, we had to, like, fill out, like, um, um, what, what, when they give you the paper. I can't think of the word. You sign it. Uh, contracts. Contracts. We we all. How the fuck are we not thinking? I don't contracts? know, dude. We know. all went to this lawyer's house, and he gave it not lawyer's house. Lawyer, I'm sorry, lawyer's uh, bit, place of business where he works. Okay, right. Yeah. We all went there, and it's in Philly, and it's this giant freaking building, dude. You know, and I, I, I'm sorry, I wasn't there. I had to work. My boss wanted to get me off, so right. I had them fax the the paperwork to me. It's like five. It's not five. I'm sorry. It's like 15 pages long. It's like a book. You know, I'm like, and oh I, yeah, I I've been it. there. I, I know call the guys. Is. I'm like, look, yeah. I'm not signing this right away. I got to know what it says. 
You know, I'm not. You gotta fucking read yeah, it. I'm like, I'm not getting screwed on my royalties. They're like, dude, we're afraid you're not gonna sign it. I said, I will most likely sign it. If I don't, I'm coming back with a comeback offer that I think he can't refuse. Well, you gotta take that shit to a fucking lawyer. Took it to a lawyer. Exactly, the lawyer looked right. at me. He's like, dude, this is a phenomenal deal. I'm, I'm like, what's he asking? He's like, he wants all he wants is fifty percent of the royalties. You keep everything else. I'm like, dude, the royalties is how musicians make their money, though. And he's yeah. like, he's like, here's the thing: most record labels take seventy five percent of royalties and fifty percent of everything else. He's like, and the band is left. With so that music. is, yeah, but well, I think that most how bands make their money, and this has been said, it shows. Said, well, no, not even that. Is well, it's two things, in my opinion. How bands make their money is number one, touring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also number two, merch. Absolutely. You got to keep a hundred percent of your merch. Okay, that's how when you're on the road. See, mm-hmm. when you're touring and you're on the road, that's your fucking bread and butter, dude. If you have dude, merch, that's your down, hotels, that's your meal, that's, that's everything. everything you sell merch, bread, you let's get this bread. Right, you could sell three hundred dollars worth of merch, and that's paying for your gas, that's paying yep. for your hotels, yep. that's paying for your fucking food. Because we all know when bands tour, they're fucking broke. They could. I've I know bands and heard of bands that are fucking signed to a fucking label touring around the country and broke Mm -hmm. they're fucking broke Mm -hmm. like you're selling out to like like let's say a small show is like i don't know what's a small show five thousand ten thousand people that's like i mean dude for me that's (laughs) a pretty big show the most amount it's a pretty big show the biggest amount of people i've ever played in front of was warp tour right so yeah you know and that like it was the acoustic stage and we all right so we have to go back we have to go back to this too because we got we got into that. We're going to go back into what you talked about, but we have to go back into I have to finish this okay. story of okay, how you get how you got into music. Your dad got you into music. Yes. So kind okay. of right. so kind of fast forward <laughs> without making a long story about okay. it of how it how it transcended into you picking up a guitar and realizing that the guitar was something that you wanted to play. It wasn't like you wanted to play drums. It wasn't like you wanted to play bass. bass. It wasn't like you wanted to sing. Mm-hmm. So what was it to attract you to guitar? Because All right. I'm a drummer, mm-hmm. but I fucking love guitars. Okay. All right, so long story short, my dad took us camping one time, and my dad's a diehard Eagles fan. I think I was like eight. You know, I'm twenty. I'm twenty six now. I was eight. You're looking over, over 15 years ago. Okay. You know, so, and... It's, this is when Donovan McNabb was the quarterback for the Eagles. Okay, like, we're talking yeah. long ago. Yeah, and he's, long he's, ago. he's like he's like the birds come walking out to this song, and he starts the song, and it's this bell, and it's just like, dong. Well, what did your dad play? Did your dad play everything? Okay, so bass, he just played drums, everything. guitar, keyboard. He played the trumpet. He played the sax, the clarinet. So my dad's side is all music inclined. Yeah. My mom's side, they can't carry a tune to save their life. Okay, so I'm just so, going to stop you right there for two seconds. Mm-hmm. Be- I'm going to say that I agree with you because I'm on the same level. My um, my dad plays fucking guitar. Mm-hmm. My cousin was in a Christian band called Danielson. I don't know if you ever heard of them. They were on the cover of Spin Magazine. They all fucking... Mitch is blowing O's right now, which is kind of cool. But, vape uh, life. Vape, I got it. Hashtag vape life. I got it. Vape and rape. It goes right up my butt. Vape and rape. <laughs> Vape and rape. Okay, I like that. But uh, no, that they were in a Christian band, and then they all played music. Mm-hmm. And then my cousin came over to me one night. I want. I just figured out. I was like, I have ADD. I just want to bang on shit. Like I love the guitar. My dad tried to teach me. I'm so fucking impatient. My fingers are so fat. I was like, all right, this is taking too long. Yeah. My fucking cousin came over. He showed me one beat. I played the fucking beat, and then I popped in. This is we're going back to cassette tapes, 
and I put in uh, In Utero by Nirvana, and I learned the whole fucking nice, album. Dude. And that, and so I'm all self-taught. Mm-hmm. You know what Same I mean? Here. So I think I took one lesson. He he he's like, all right, so we're gonna start off. The, the first string is E, and I'm like, dude, I know this. He's like, we got to go by the curriculum. I'm like, I'm done. I just got it marked out. Well, yeah, well that's what happened. When I took one one guitar lesson, and he already he didn't teach me anything. You know, I said, dude, teach me something I don't know. He's like, what do you want to know? I'm like, teach me how to like get faster. He's like, run up a scale. I'm like, teach me a scale. So he teaches me the pentatonic scale, and I'm like, okay. So I'm playing it. It's like, I'm like, oh, I'm pretty yeah. good now. Yeah, okay. And I'm like, I'm all like, right, I'm that's like, cool. I'm that's like, cool. I can do this. This is all in the first lesson, by the way. I'm like, oh I'm like, God. is there anything else you can teach me? He's yeah. like, um, well, I, we're out of time. I'm like, you know what? I walked out. I'm like, mom, this guy's an idiot. I'm just gonna teach myself. Okay. So I, t- I taught so myself. So that's basically what happened. Yeah. So but you you picked up the guitar when? I picked up the guitar. Okay. Um, and you were how old when you picked up the guitar and uh, realized that you wanted to play guitar? I've realized that I wanted to be a musician. Okay, so my dad took us camping. I told you, the song yeah. came on, it was the, it was the bell, and then it proceeds to play Hell's Bells okay. by ACDC. And I'm like, that guitar riff is sick. I'm like, I gotta know how to play it. Okay. At that moment, I knew I wanted to be a musician. I didn't know what I wanted to play yet. Okay. All right. So I'm in high school. You know, that's eight. I'm in. I'm in seventh grade now. I think. I think I'm twelve or thirteen or something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And um, this one kid in school uh, comes in with a guitar. You know, and um, he's like, he's like, look what I can do, and he's just strumming a G chord. You know, just strumming a G chord, going back and forth, just one freaking chord. And I look at him, and I'm like, and I'm like, is that all you can play? And he's like, yeah, that's all I can play. You know, and I'm like, okay, you know, and then in, in my school, I went to a very small school, all right, and um, you know what, I, I'm not, I don't have any regrets right now. No, I, I, would, li- I would not like any more whiskey, I'm good. Um, but I went to a very small Christian school, and I have no regrets right now. The name of the school was Victory Christian School in Williamstown, New Jersey, and I sometimes wish that school would burn to the ground. Really? I hated it. Okay. Sorry, I had to take a break. I had to go good. get some whiskey. Uh, I told... Uh, Mitch to keep going. Yeah. So that's uh. But that's, um. That's anyway, cool, so he brought this kid brought the guitar in, and I was picked on by the whole school. In my whole entire school, there was 150 kids from pre-kindergarten, kindergarten, first through twelfth grade. Mm-hmm. 150 kids. I graduated with a class of eight. Eight kids in my graduating class. All right. So everybody knew everybody, and my school was very very clicky. And I was the only one who was picked on because I was into the emo music. I had the skinny jeans. I had the studded belts. You know, I had the long hair, I had the eyeliner, I had the black fingernails. Some of you know? skinny jeans are really fucking tight, though. Yeah, but dude, these are nice. Right? I just showed them my jeans, skinny. by the way. They're from Express. They're very comfortable. But anyway... Super they, skinny, though. No, you don't uh, need some... I mean, I grew up well, with dude, a baggy I'm a, era, I'm a, baggy, baggy jean era. Yeah, I know. So did I. But I'm a skinny dude. If I wear anything that doesn't fit me, I look like a cancer patient. <laughs> you know? I guess so, yeah. All right, dude. Hey. I guess so. Hey, Hyper. You can't lick my nuts. What did you just call her? Hyper? Hi, or hi, hi, Piper. Piper. I called her Hyper. She's Hyper. Like, she's well, she is nuts. Hyper because she <laughs> fucking wants to lick everything. Oh, man. You should see when girls come over here. When fucking girls come over here, they, she fucking attacks their fucking boobs, their yeah, fucking vaginas. Just, All right. Just fucking everything. So, so let me not get off topic here. All right. Anyway, the kid had the guitar, strumming the G chord, and then he's like, <coughs> you can't play. You suck. I'll always be better at everything you do. And Who I'm said like, this? I don't want to mention his name, but let's just say he's in jail right now. Okay, so okay. this was a dude that you were in high school with? Yeah, he, he picked on me. Every, everybody who was anybody in that school picked on me because I was the exact opposite. They were all preppy. They were all, you know, sports-related. I, I didn't give a shit for any of that. Yeah. I just wanted the right music, you know? So 
he's picking on me about the guitar. So I go home and it's like October. School had just started. Okay. It's like October. I go home and I look at my mom like, Mom, for Christmas, I want a guitar. And she's like, why? I said, I just want a guitar. I want to play. She's like, all right. So she goes to Walmart and she buys this cheap first act guitar. It was like 120 bucks. Came with a guitar, <laughs> strap, extra strings, a crap little picks, and a small little amp. I sat there and the first song I learned how to play, I felt so good, was a Halloween theme song. Okay. The Michael uh, Myers theme song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got into that and everything like that. And then, you know, I would go, my parents were divorced. So I would go to my dad's every other weekend. He found out I got a guitar. So he would sit down and be like, check out this band. Check out Leonard Skinner, Led Zeppelin, ACDC. Um, Ozzy, uh, Black Sabbath. Check, yeah. out, check out, check out um, Aerosmith. Check out um, um, Ted Nugent. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Ted Nugent. Check out Nirvana. Check yeah. out this. Check out this. And then he said, "Check out Blink One Eighty Two. He told you to check out Nirvana. Yeah, dude, my dad is my. It, it, that was in like mid nineties. Exactly. And you were. I was How in, old? I was in seventh grade. Nirvana, Nirvana, <laughs> right. Nirvana came out already, dude. That's Kurt, the age difference. Kurt Cobain era. had already blown his brains out. I'm sorry. Let me phrase that. Kurt Cobain was already murdered by his wife. Okay, me, that's, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother. We podcast. don't know what happened here. I mean, there is. You know, Dave Grohl will <laughs> anyway, fucking tell you what he thinks. But anyway, I mean, anyway, anyway. My dad said, "Check out Blink 182." So I like, I like how Blink 182 sounded. I'm like. I like, I like, I'm not saying their music, just the name, how it sounded when you said it, Blink-182. So I look it up and I come across this one video and it's these dudes and they're running down the streets of like LA freaking butt naked. And the song in the background is, and that's about the time she walked away Babe from, from me. me. And I'm like, this, this band is freaking great. So I, yeah. I, 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 I started But they practicing. were old fucking dudes. No, dude, they were Talk 28. They Yo, they dude. were 28. Dude, when anyone... talking about they listen, Blink 182, <laughs> they were 28 years old, but they were playing music for high school kids. And they made it. They because they played the it. game and but they knew the business like, side. They did, but you're, like, the you're thing, talking about high school shit. But like, dude, bro, you're 28 dude, here's years the old. Thing, but at the same time, it worked. It worked. Look, right I worked. give it to them. It dude, definitely they, fucking worked. They pioneered worked. the pop punk industry with Green Day, you know, right alongside of them, you know? Yeah, but, um, Green Day's awesome. I love Green Day. Dude, dude I, I remember listening to fucking Dookie back in the day. Okay. So, I'm going to get a lot of slack for this, but I got to say it. I think Green Day sucks, dude. Dude, stop. I cannot stand no. Billy Joe whatsoever. Why? He's such a fucking good dude. Hold on. All right, he's a drug addict. No, but, no, 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 no. But no, no, that's no. okay. Phenomenal, most, phenomenal musicians. Most rock stars have gotten, have been in rehab. He's been in rehab a yep. bunch of times. But, dude, he, first of all, we. I'm not even talking about newer albums. I'm talking about, like, yo, Dookie. I remember... When I was like 13 years old or 15 years old or whatever, however the fuck I was, mm-hmm. listening to Dookie. And Dookie was a fucking phenomenal fucking album. And I'll give and it to because you. Because they I'll, I'll only give, dude, played, that one. they were so easy. So their fucking band was all about playing three chords. They only played three chords, but they made so many songs off three chords. Yeah. And the fucking band was only three people. Yeah. And Trey, and that's his worked. name, right? Trey? Trey Cool, yeah. Yeah, Trey Cool fucking great drummer mm-hmm. like, oh, phenomenal phenomenal drummer. drummer but here's the thing i lean more toward blink the reason i don't like billy joe is because i, mm, I don't know if I should, no i'm not gonna say it i think billy joe podcast you should say what do you what, what are you gonna say you have i have to put you on blast you have to fucking say what you're i don't thinking. like his political views okay that's not a big deal what I, do you I, mean I, here's the thing I think what I'm to, about to say next in the next five minutes is probably worse than okay, what you're anyway, just about to look, say. Look, the fact that Billy Joe can get up on stage and be like, you know, fuck Donald Trump, the fascist USA. I'm like, dude, first of all, and I know you told me not to talk about politics, you know, and 
I'm not but, super into politics, but I will but, say. But when, here's the thing: I love the United States. I think it's a great freaking country because literally, of course. Hold on, we're the only country. Now you have to meditate on this for a little bit. That has fat poor people. Think about that for a second. Fat poor people. The people on food stamps. You know, you seen that fucking 400 pound woman walking around Walmart with 18 kids. You know, with like her fucking butts hanging out the backside. She smells like piss and crap, and she got cat hair all over her. She's fat. She goes up, buys like $400 worth of food, and pays $2.80 because of the food stamps. Like... No, the reason behind hold on, that... Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. The reason behind <laughs> that, dude, is because it's more expensive to buy healthy shit than what it is to buy cheaper shit. No, so, I, we, we got dude, off topic. you're hold talking on, on, about fast food that's like no, $5. I'm not talking fast food. We got off topic. I'm sorry. I went down a rabbit hole. Let's forget about that. Okay. Here's, a, here's the thing. <laughs> The United States is the only place that has fat poor people. And the United States, anybody who's anybody can come here. I want everybody to come here. I want those refugees here, man. You know, I want I want the people to come to the United States. I want Yeah, but us this to is be in a country that everybody should come. Listen, every no, other no, no, fucking no. country, you have to go through a lot of shit to right. in their country. Right. Hold on, hold and on. And then here it's hold just on. like everybody no. can come here. But here's the thing. I agree with you on that. I think everybody should come here. If you want to come here, by all means, please come. I will welcome you. But, but you have to go through the proper fucking correct. steps, dude. My great, great, great grandfather waited on freaking Ellis Island for days, signed a paper, got a job, worked his butt off. You know, and because of his hard work and doing it the right way, my family's become very successful. You know? And I love my family. I love the United States. I think it's a great country to live in. But you're gonna sit up there and you're gonna say, you know, I hope Donald Trump gets assassinated. I hope this, that, and everything. Like, dude, that's a little much. You know, I think right. it's a little much. Like I understand, by all means, if if you if you if you love Hillary, if you love Donald Trump, I don't care who you love, as long as you respect me, I'll respect you. I'll even go one step further. I will respect you even if you disrespect me. All right? Yeah. Because you are human. You deserve to be loved. You deserve to be heard, and you have a voice. And I want you to use your voice. That is why we are so great because we have free speech. You can't go around other countries saying like you know. Well, here's the thing. Dude, fuck in, that dude. You'll get shot. No, I understand. But here's the thing too. In comedy. A lot of people, a lot of comedians talk. It seems like their only thing that they say in comedy is Donald Trump is an idiot. Donald Trump is this and that. I was just talking about this other day in a podcast. Yeah. Is that, but here's the thing. Tell me why nobody talks about that unemployment is the lowest it's ever been with Be- Donald Trump in office. Because, okay. You, okay he's a radical. Dude, he's dude, doing something changing. Dude, but first, first of all, like, first, I want to point something out right here. I Nobody I, gives him credit for no, what he does. What right. he has done here's right the thing, now. Here's the thing. I respect Donald Trump, okay? As a person, I don't think I like him. You know, simply because he's... It's like Kanye West. I like his music, but I don't yeah. like him as a fucking I mean, he, he, said, he says some suspect things. You know, like grabbing women by the... Like, no, dude, that's a little much. Like, you need to chill yeah, off. Yeah, his like fucking that. wife is, you like, know? posing naked, like, yeah, back in the day. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Back in the day. Before he was president. Before it he was even back thought in about the day. president being yeah. president. But here's the thing. You know, one thing I respect about Donald Trump is the fact that he's like, I'm going to do this. And he did it. I'm like, what? He actually followed, a president followed through on something? Oh my goodness. Anyway, I don't want to get into politics too much because I know it's a hot topic. I'm nah, not trying, we'll get over that. I'm not trying to piss anybody off. Anyway, back to guitar. All right. So the reason. Yeah, I picked, speed this up. The re- speed, the, speed the whole okay, thing right, up. Because right, right. you could talk about this probably for like right. nine hours. I'm going to talk about like, it really, I'm gonna talk like about really, really fast. So bear left. with me. All right. So the reason I picked up the guitar is because I was picked on in high school and I wanted to shove it in everybody's face. So I picked up the guitar. I got really, really good. I brought. I came into school with my guitar. I played it for everybody. I was better than him and I got so much more hate for it. And that just gave me more fucking fuel to the fire, baby. And right, I was well, like, I gotta go. get better. I gotta get better. So I kept playing and playing and, and playing. And you were committed and to it. You were committed. I was, you I was were so definitely com- committed. But here's the thing. 
when I hit 11th grade, I was homeschooled. All right, I begged my mom to take me out of that school because I would get my head stuck in the toilet. These kids would grab yes. my no, dude. I was beat up, man. They would there was this there was this water heater in the locker room surrounded by a cage. They broke the lock off, opened the cage, stuck me in it, and locked me in the cage. And this right. is where we go. They, they would literally beat the piss out of me. Well, this is okay. where this is. Stick my head in the toilet. They would take my fucking lunch and shove it down their underwear I and mean, rub their testicles over it and give it back to me. Dude, this is where we're kind of the same because, like, back in the day, I, I was, wasn't was super popular, but I wasn't uh, a kid that didn't have any friends. Yeah, I had no friends. And, and I, I, I have been through some shit. Like, you know, it's like I had a kid... I've had people spit on me mm-hmm. multiple times in my life. Like people would spit on me. I just, I had, I've been punched, and I'm just not dude, a fighter. Dude, people told like, me they like, wish my mother would die. Yeah, dude. Like, and I'm like, dude, what crazy. did my mom do? I've to only you, been man? in a couple fights in my life, dude. And every, uh, the ones that I've been in, I've never lost. But at the same time, it takes a lot for me, but to like, uh, you know, eventually fucking hit back. But like, dude. My friends back in the day, they were ruthless. They mm-hmm. fuck because when I was growing up, I said this the other day. When I was growing up, dude, uh, and I'm going to repeat this again. I know I just said this in the podcast, but I didn't do anything. I was a good Christian kid. Yeah, dude, I didn't same have sex. Here. I grew up. I grew up Christian, man. I didn't, dude. I, I didn't lose gr- my virginity until I was 19. I didn't lose my virginity until I was 21. Nice, dude. 22. Actually, actually, actually. Side note, real quick. So I lost my virginity to this chick, and uh, I'm going in the studio next Saturday. I'm. 99% positive I'm going to record the song that I'm talking about her in. Okay. I'm talking about her. In. Did you hear when I was just talking about the other night where I had made a decision when I was younger? Dude, I got so much slack. All my friends, but here's the thing. All my friends were talking a bunch of bullshit because they'd be like, oh, you haven't had sex, you fucking pussy, fucking blah, 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 I'm banging chicks. And this is when we were in like fucking 10th grade. Yeah, but- and now that I think back now, like, Motherfucker, you weren't having sex. No. You were just talking shit. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you're talking about banging chicks like we're fucking, like, my age now. Because, like, I can say right now, like, yeah, there's been some chicks that I've banged out. But at the same dude. time, it's like, you're talking shit like when we're young. Like, you're banging shit. Dude, dude it got for- fucking bad. I got made fun of so mm-hmm. fucking yeah. bad, dude. Like, same here. Really fucking bad. And, you know, my friends were just ruthless because... The whole thing about me is they always were like, you want people, like, you want their approval. And now that I look back at it, yeah, I guess, you know, dude, I, the, always, dude, I every, just always wanted to be friends with everybody. Yeah, I dude, wanted same to, here. I did what was in style. I did what was popular. Yeah. You just and wanted to fit in just, because you didn't, you, you didn't know, fit I in. Mean, you, you weren't you. But here's the thing. It wasn't until 11th grade that I actually was like, you know what? I'm just going to wear a fucking Jenko jacket and have a fucking Echo bag and be dude, Jake Burton and that's it. Dude, you're joking, right? No. No. Okay. That's no, what happened to me. That's what happened joking. to me. So all all throughout high school, I you know I, I I wanted to fit in. I tried wearing the sports clothes. I tried playing sports. I was just never good at it. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I I got in the guitar to piss people off. You know, because I could be better than them, something that they weren't good at. You know. So they would always pick on me. And then eleventh grade come, I begged my mom to take me out of school. She homeschooled me. I started playing my guitar so much. And oh, then I bet. and then you probably we, like in dude, your room like one man. day it just clicked. I didn't care what people thought of me anymore. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I'm actually starting to love this music thing. I'm actually starting to. Find All right, not to cut you short, we're gonna take a quick break okay. because we have a couple other things to talk about, and we can restart the timer. Um, so, we'll be back in two seconds. 
All right, guys. All right, so took a quick break real quick. Uh, me and uh, Mitch were kind of on the same level about high school and getting picked on and kind of <laughs> fucked up. But you know what? That kind of makes us who we are, and it ca- we kind of, you know, go from there, and we live through these experiences and, you know, fuck all that past shit and all that bullshit we went through because now it just makes us who we are and what we play and what we're into, and we're just better, pe- better people for it. But what I'm trying to get into now is that you had the record label... You had to play some songs. For whatever reason, real quick, I guess it didn't pan out because of what, real quick? Um, basically, what had happened was... Um, so, remember like the, in a short Yeah, rem- rem- remember the other three times that something happened? Mm-hmm. The other four times that something happened. I'm sorry. Happened again. <laughs> it happened no, again. Other, no, no, no. It happened three times. This is now the fourth time. It happened. Okay. Um, all the gear was stolen. It was sold. Um, they kicked me out of the band because I was going through a rough time. I had just broken up with my girlfriend. I was very suicidal. Um, I was like depressed beyond belief. I would drive my car looking for a tree to hit. I contemplated taking my life. You know, oh, I, held a, I held dude, a rope. That's fucking crazy. I held, a, I held a rope in my hands, dude. And I thought about hanging myself in my basement. Dude, you know, I've, like, I don't know if I had a rope, like, but yeah, I I kind of remember. Dude, there, I sat I got there. Picked on dude, so I sat there much, in a tub but... with a knife, contemplating slitting my wrist. Like I was, it was bad, and I'm gonna clear this up right now. You know, I, I know a lot of people don't don't believe in this, but dude, Jesus came in my life and he completely turned it That's around. Good man, no more depression, That's good, no more anxiety, no 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 more yeah. freaking out, no more being nervous, no no more no more no more no more bad thoughts, no more no more evil malevolent thoughts, no more wanting to get even. I was just like, you know what I did? I went out to everybody who picked on me. I walked up right to their face. And I said, I'm sorry for hating you. Can you forgive me? And they're like, "Are you serious?" Then they apologized to me, and we hugged it out. And I was like, yeah, "I was like the kid in high school. Everybody... The kid in high school who picked on me. Yeah. He's, he's apologizing." You know, I have a rock doll. Yeah. What? I have a rock doll. No. That my friends spent six months. Oh, I heard about that in your other podcast. And they all made fun of me for it. And at first, when I got it, I was like, "These these guys are dicks." But. It's actually funny. They made mm-hmm. it because they love me. Yeah. But at the same time, dude, I got fucking picked on, I, dude, because I guess I open myself up and I just, I, there, I make it too easy for me to get picked on. Yeah. But no, look, no, 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 no. Stop right there. Stop, 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 stop. You don't make it easy for yourself to get picked on. I hate when people say that, okay? You are not at fault for being picked on. No, no, listen, no, no, no. You are not a fall for being picked on, dude. You're a fucking human, dude. You have yeah. a heart. You got lungs. You have a stomach. You have a liver. You have nose. You have an eye. You have eyes, dude. Yeah. You have the same parts that everyone else does. And if people want to pick on people, shame on them. All right? If you're a bully and you pick on people, you deserve to get punched in the face. All right? You deserve to have your teeth knocked out. I right? agree. because No one in this world deserves to be bullied. And if you're the type of person that says you open yourself up to this crap, you're a piece of shit. And I want people to know that. And I'm sorry I'm getting heated about this. It's just that, you know. That's I, why I stopped hanging around with people yeah, that dude. just give me shit. I only hang around people right no, now and, that, are, that like, and, and want to be in my company. Like, it's one thing if I've known you for 15 years and you want to bust my balls. I'm cool with that. Yeah, dude. You get a pass because I love you and I've known you for a long time. Yeah. But even though sometimes, even the people that I've known for a long time, they just, you know, and I'm sure people have changed dude. or whatever and they feel a certain way, but it's just like, it's one of those things dude. where it's just like, I should have. And I take, and that's what fucked me up now mm-hmm. with like relationships and with and with no, my insecurities no, 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 no. Dude, and all dude, that dude, bullshit. Dude, it's dude, like, dude, dude, don't say that. All right, it's, because, dude, it's you're, fucked you're up. bigger than your insecurities, man. Yeah, you have to think I wish about I this, could dude. say that. No, but. you can because you're in charge, dude. 
you have control over yourself. I have to think about the more awesome qualities that I have. Exactly. The fact dude. that I can put myself out there and do a podcast. The fact that I can that I have my own house. The fact that I have my own car. Exactly. Dude, the fact that you can get behind I'm still, a the fact that you can get behind a drum kit and express yourself, and get yeah. up on stage and play in front of people. But most then people can't do that. Well, you should be proud of what you've accomplished. Dude. There's been same thing here, dude. I'm sorry, I don't mean to keep. There, you there's off. been times where it's like <laughs> I play the. No, nah, it's cool. It's like there's been times where I play drums. And even though they were joking, I I had I played a show one time, and there was like two or three people that came up to me, and they were like, "Dude, you fucking murdered those fucking drums." Yeah. And then the one guitarist was like, "He's like, don't give him too much credit. He's really not that good." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, no, dude, I feel you." With like, that, but here's what, the thing, like, bro, are you fucking? Those couple people that came up to you when they said that to you, you felt good about yourself, man. You oh, appreciated yeah. that compliment, dude. Oh you yeah, it. absolutely. You I know? agree. So we're gonna uh, transform into. It didn't work out with whatever was going on. You were going through a deep time. Whatever happened, I'm sorry that that happened. I'm sorry you didn't get the big break. But then whatever happened, I guess you met whoever you had met and then movies like Juno happened and I feel that movies like Juno they've always had like some shit going on because it was like the band was the band and then you had a drummer and then there was no drummer and then you got Kevin Kevin came into play and then you everything was going good and then some other shit happened with the the bassist wasn't in there for whatever reason and then there was I guess you know and then eventually the dude John came in and he started playing great fucking voice great fucking dude all together and then it was hands down John can I know Kevin said this too John is probably one of the most talented musicians. Super I've ever fucking met. talented. Dude, he dude. sings country. He sings rock and roll. He can play the bass. He can play the guitar. Have you seen this kid play drums? It's phenomenal. He played my drum set downstairs. Yeah, dude, he's great. I fucking murdered but, it. I was like, I don't even want to fucking play drums anymore. Yeah, dude. But look, all that happened in, in movies like Juno, and then, and then uh, something really, really hard happened for me and Kevin. Um, and this is kind of what led to me leaving the band. Um, okay, so movies like Juno started. Um, we're gonna get back to that in like. Two seconds. Moves like Juno's happened. Kevin became the fucking drummer. Alex was singing. Mitch was in the band. Everything was going good. There's a couple things I'm going to bring up about that. Go ahead. It was that I think that when you were playing, and don't take offensively to this, I I think that when you were playing, maybe when because you know you tried to maybe um, show um, off a little bit and like on, go into on. the crowd and hold all that. On. Uh, but I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, like, I kind of like that you went into mm-hmm. the crowd and played, like, but I can understand the fact that maybe other people didn't like that because it was like you should be with the band and not go in the crowd. Now, I like cordless fucking guitars where mm-hmm. you, you can go wherever and do your thing. Like, I, back in the day, we we wanted to do that. Like, right. that was a cool thing. But, right. but So I don't know the, the whole thing about mm-hmm. that or how what you felt about I don't know if they ever mentioned that to you or. Oh, it was or what. brought up a lot. Yeah, like it was brought up a lot. All right, so there's there's a, there's a couple other uh, things that kind of happened. So after the bassist left and John came in, um, we played a, a, a decent amount of more shows, and then um, something really really hard happened for me and Kevin. Um, something happened with uh, with Alex, and uh, it hit me and Kevin really 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 hard. Well, and, yeah, um, I already know what yeah, it is. I'm not going into detail about no, it. No, we don't we, have to. But we, we had to part ways. I, we had to part ways with him, 
And then... But that started a whole nother... And you were still in the band of this. And I remember being drunk at Kevin's house, like, and I was talking to you on the phone Dude, about this whole it, thing that it, happened. It and started... It started... You hear one story that was like, what are you fucking talking about? I only fucking did this. Blah, blah. And then you hear another story that's like... Blah, blah, blah. And then a whole, another fucking shit storm with this and that and this whole fucking thing. And I just kept telling these guys, I'm like, yo... First of all... Just dude, fucking let it go. Listen. Yeah, yeah you I agree fucking, with you. You gotta let it go. the band, whatever... Go do your thing. You guys do your thing, and that's it, dude. But like, dude, that's here's it. The, dude, here's the thing. No, it, <coughs> that's that's not it. You know, like I I love fucking Alex, dude. I, like he's been, him and I have been jamming since 2010, man. Like we wrote a shitload of music. We no, got I the record, you. dude. I hear like you. we were gonna be successful. No, I hear you. But some things happen, you know. And I had to be the one to fucking kick him out. I didn't want to do that. You know, I know man. That's a fucking I'll, I'll put rough it to you, thing. I'll put it to you this way. You know, like I said, disclaimer. You said I wasn't going to mention any names. You Look, literally mentioned names. I mentioned everybody's name. All right. <laughs> Dis- disclaimer. I love everybody in movies like Juno. Kevin, John, Alex, George, um, and uh, and Aiden. I love all those guys. Okay. I, I've made a lot of great memories with them, dude. You know, and I'm so glad I got to experience life with them, and they become really good friends of mine. And I yeah. had no animosity toward them whatsoever. But we were back into a corner with Alex. We were given an ultimatum. It's either him or the band doesn't exist anymore. You know, okay. and we, 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 we had to give him the boot. Mm-hmm. You know, and here's the thing. Al, I, 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 don't, I don't really care. I think Alex had every right to get pissed off. It's like a breakup, dude. You, when, you get, when you get broken yeah. up with, when you get dumped, you want to lash out. By no, all I've means, been dude, there. I've he had, that advantage he had every right. He had every right to lash out. Did he do it in the right way? Probably not. You know, he caused a lot of freaking drama. All right, but yeah. like I said, I love Alex. I wish him the best. I actually got to reconnect with him and talk to him about shit. Yeah. You know, I was able to smooth things over with him, which is awesome. I think that, you know, but listen, everybody gets in their own thing and everybody has shit to talk. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, you guys should fucking We should have been the bigger people and let it go. And just let it fucking go. Mm-hmm. Instead of this happening and that happening and doing this and doing that and this whole fucking drama and bullshit. Listen, we're sorry that it had to happen, but it had to happen for the band. But here's the thing. Then he and then it just started. Movies like Juno, you know, that happened, and then you left, and now it's like, okay, they're they're like, who knows? Well, dude, it's 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 like it's, it's like dude, one thing after well, another. Well, when I left, it was George, John, Aiden, and, and uh, Kevin. You know, and by all means, George came in, and I was blown away by how good he could sing. I don't even. Know. Yeah, I think he told. He was me a about vocalist for Count the Four. Not okay. Count the Four. What was Kevin's old man? Close to heart. Uh, close to heart. He was a vocalist for Close to Heart. Dude, he's solid vocalist. Is he still playing with them? Close to Heart? No, no. Is he still... Yeah, dude, he's still in the band. No, with um, movies like Junior. Yeah. George is still there. Oh, so George is like... George of... replaced Alex. All right, because I know that Kevin told me that they were like figuring out some shit or Yeah, whatever. they're they're figuring out what direction they want to go in. But um, they are still writing music. Um, Kevin showed me a little snippet, and oh my gosh, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I, he you might know? have showed me some snippets, but, but I'm not sure. But it, I'm glad that... They're still going, and I'm super glad that mm-hmm. you're still going. Yes, thank you. Here's the thing that. about everybody. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Kevin is one of my best friends, and I love that fucking kid to death. He's just always so fucking busy. I wish I could fucking hang out with him more, but, you know, he's doing his thing. He has the band practice. First of all, he first has of all, his him girlfriend. Be, he has all, the kid. He has everything going on. First of all, on. him being busy is actually partially my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, okay, so he was working for this company that would clean up crime scenes, you know? 
and he's like, dude, I can't take it anymore. And he's like, I need, I need, I need, I need more money. I was like, dude, come work with me. So I got yeah, a job I with remember me. that. So yeah. his schedule is like completely yeah, it's, because he works all week mm-hmm. and he gets up probably just about as early as I get up every yeah. day, dude. He's and at then work, on he's the weekends, uh, he told I talked to him today and it was like, he was like, dude, I got this going on. I'm doing a Halloween thing. I'm fucking taking the kid back. Then we're going this, maybe doing that. And I'm like, all right, dude, I only need like two hours to hang out with you because I fucking miss you and mm-hmm. I love you. But like, I need to fucking hang out and have like just maybe like two beers or what. He's like, I'm going to be busy all day. I got to do this. I got to do that. And then next weekend, it's fucking my girl's birthday and we got to do this whole fucking thing. And I'm like, dude, when the fuck am I going to hang out with you? Well, like, dude, it shouldn't be that. You live two minutes <laughs> down the street from my fucking house, dude. It should not be that big of a deal but i understand Dude, you have to understand man he's, he's got he's, a, he's, he's got pulling, he's pulling quadruple duty he's juggling a lot man you know he's got the girlfriend he 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 takes care of her daughter like it's his yeah and, my, and that's why i respect him God, dude he, he he's gonna be a phenomenal father mm. you know you know he's got a really really good job you know and, and i think he's trying to get away honestly this is just how i feel i think he's trying to like he knows he 100 percent knows that if i hang out with him we're gonna get drunk. He's taking shotguns at my house. Mm-hmm. I've done fucking bottle bonds. Dude, I've like, s- the last time I we mean, were at, the last time, Brittany, Brittany and my anniversary, my girlfriend. My speaking goodness, of Brittany, her. before this podcast ends, don't bring what up. No, my Brittany, Brittany had uh, a procedure done today. Just, no, I'm not bringing that up. No, 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 no. We're not gonna bring that up. Okay. What I'm gonna bring up real quick, and I don't care because this is my podcast, and I say what, and I say whatever the fuck I want. Your girlfriend is fucking hot, dude. Thank you. And I'm super fucking (laughs) jealous. I don't know how you worked that out to get with that girl, Uh, but she's super nice. She's a little shy, uh, but she has to know, like, if it's ever a time we're over Kevin's or whatever, and I start drinking, listen, I'm never going to (laughs) disrespect you, and I'm never going to, you know, but at the same time, you know, I talk to her here and there, and she's a cool fucking person. She's really a down-to-earth Dude, fucking cool person. I'll t- is she I'll 100% Puerto Rican? No, she's Puerto Rican and Italian. I'll tell this you this. She's Puerto Rican and Italian. I'll tell How you this. did that even happen? Tinder. Oh, you lucky bastard. No. Because I have dude, no Tinder. I have no luck well, okay, in Tinder. So, so what had happened no was, luck, so what dude. happened, me and my ex, and I don't even care right now, if my ex is listening to this, I hope you get hit by a bus. <laughs> I hope, I hope right. you die all a right. painful death. All right, because you screwed me, and I want you to suffer. Ooh, I am not forgiving you yet. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. You also have a song about you too. And uh, wait, okay, that's it's fine. That's fine. You know what? You but should. Anyway, you anyway, should. I should absolutely. I'm a musician. I can express myself. That's of what course. I do. Anyway, of course. but here's the thing. I love Britney. All right, I I met. You've been her, together what a year? About a year and a half. About like a year and a half, yeah, and you guys have something that's really yeah, dude. fucking great. I'll, something I'll, I'll that t- I haven't had in a long time. There's, I don't even know if I don't even think I've ever been in a relationship for a year and a half. No, but there's, if I had um, a girl like Brittany, I probably would just have he, her for he, a long time. Here's the thing, dude. Here's the thing, dude. It's not all rainbows and butterflies. You know, I I dated. Oh, I know. I dated. I, know. I dated this chick, Dominique, for two and a half years. Okay. After that, I was single for six months. Then I got into a three and a half year relationship with my most previous ex. And I'm not going to mention her name out no, of respect no. for her friends because I appreciate her friends still. Okay. Okay. I got a three and a half relationship with her. Total hell. It was horrible. Oh my gosh. I wish I could kill myself, but killed myself back then. Not now. Anyway. Right. Yeah. But then I was single. I'm not joking. Another six months. So that's seven years right there where I'm in a relationship. Okay. Right. Single for a year out of those seven. Uh, when I when I broke up with my most recent ex, my body count was three. 
Okay, as mm -hmm. of now, it's nine. I, 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 I tripled it in, in less than two months. Body count. The amount of girls I slept with. Oh, okay. I tripled it in less than two you're months. You're only at nine? Yeah, I mean, dude. Here's and you're how old? What are you, 28? I'm, I'm 26. Here's you're the thing. 26. Here's the thing. I don't... God, I keep having these podcasts with these young no, fucking dude, people. Hold on. Here's the thing. I don't... Uh, I'm going to get a lot of slack for this, but I don't care. <laughs> sex doesn't mean a lot to me, dude. You know, what's the point of having a relationship if it's based off sexual contact? There's more to it than There's that. There's definitely more to it. Like, this. like you is... could have a super fucking hot girl and sex is really fucking great. But what but if she's everything... dumb but as what... a doorknob. But what if she's dumb or everything else is trash? Exactly. But you here's know what the I mean? thing, dude. Like... Here's the thing. I'm not going to talk about Brittany and my sex life because it's, that's my personal business with her. But here's the thing. Totally I'll tell you this, dude. Our relationship is not easy, man. It's work. You know, and... Dude, I know because the last shit, when, we, when you play... When, uh... You guys are playing the watering hole. I think that you wanted to stay, but Brittany... She wanted to go home. She wasn't feeling well. She was But sick. then you switched, and you were like, all right, guys, I guess I'm going to go home. But I think you wanted to stay. You're right. I did want to stay, but here's A the thing. A little bit. But, but here's the thing. It's that give and take. No, like you exactly. Have to, it's, exactly. I 100% great. I'm like, yo, listen, he's in a relationship. I know how it goes. He might have wanted to stay. Maybe she wanted to go home. Right. Whatever. You have to... Right. You can't just be like... Because me... I'd be like, I don't give a fuck what you do. You can fuck go home. I'm staying here. No, dude. But, but here's the thing. It, let me ask you a question. I don't know, man. It, it let, me, let me ask you a question. What is love? Give me an actual definition of love. Actually, you know what? I can't give you a definition of love because I, for the longest time, have known this about myself. Ex-girlfriends will tell you this about me. I feel that I'm not capable of falling in love. No, no. I didn't ask you what falling in love was. I said to give me a definition of the word love. Well, definition? Yeah, give me a definition. What does love mean? What is the, what is the, what Dude, is the I definition don't know. of love? I don't know. You I'll accept you them for who... You accept no. the person no. for who they am? Like, no. No. For, for You're talking are. feelings. Okay, so we're getting so, out of feelings. So then. What, what... All right, let, let's go back to grammar school. When you use love in a sentence, what do you say? Hey, man, I love you. You know, I, I love my girlfriend. What is love doing? Love is... You it's, will, it's a verb. Love means on, love is a verb. It shows action. Okay. You will do love anything is, for that fucking person. No, you won't. You won't if do, you love them, you will. No, no, no. You won't do anything. You'll do what they need. You'll okay. give them what they need. See, love is doing something for someone that benefits them and not you. Okay. When you're in a relationship, it is you more, love you. You care more about that person than you care about yourself. Exactly. That yes. Okay. So that but now the better we, definition okay. is doing something for someone that benefits them and not you. See, that's how I learned to love Brittany, okay? Because when I, when I got out of that relationship, I was so screwed up in the head, man. Like, all I wanted to do was sleep around, and it wasn't satisfying me. So I met up with her. I, I begged her five times to go on a date with me. Really? I begged her, dude. And yeah. she finally was like, all right, fine, I'll go on a date with you. And it was the most awkward first date of our life, but it was great. Yeah. You know, and there's this one memory that we always have. I met her mom the first night of the date. Get the fuck yeah, out dude, of here. I did we not came, know we, that. We really? Came, we came back to her house. And we were sitting on the couch and her mom comes up and she's like, all right, so I'm just going to put it out there. And I love her mom. Her mom is so cool. All right, not as cool well, as my mom. Well, at least she let you fucking she meet let me her in mom because yeah, I've, she did. I've went on, you know. But we walked in the house. Her mom comes down and she's like, okay, I'm just going to lay it on the table. Is there any chemistry between you guys? First thing she says to us. And I look at her mom. I'm like, I like to think there is. Yeah, I'm having a wonderful time tonight. And Brittany's like, um, yeah, I, I think there is. Her mom leaves. And I look at Brittany and I get this little stupid grin on my face. I'm like... So why don't we try out the chemistry? And she's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go in for a kiss now. Are you going to kiss me? She's like, okay. Like the cheesiest line works. <laughs> I just went, the last person that I but, dated, I fucking went for it. I didn't give a fuck. I just fucking 
went for it. Well, and dude, if that, you, if that you, ended up pretty badly yeah, on my end because I wasn't patient enough and I fucked that up, which could have been something great, but I fucked it up. But well, dude, that's dude, like anything else. Dude, that's what well, I do. You also gotta learn. Actually, no, I don't. Believe I this. don't have any fucking patience. No. Here's the thing. But here's the thing, dude. Love is also patient. <coughs> love is also kind. It's generous. I'm you know? not. It's so, I know, it's, man. It's, and I'm not fucking patient. I'm just. It's just like when I know that I want something, I will stop talking to four chicks because mm-hmm. I, that's the person that I want. Dude, and that's a Even solid if, point. That's being a man right there. That's what being a man's all about. You get one like, chick, hey, you, you stay can dedicated. Go, you to can her. go on more dates. You can do whatever you want. But like, mm-hmm. I know what I want, and this is what I want. Exactly. But I, I try to stay patient. But here's the thing with with relationships. It's like I have went. You know, a month with the past relationship, trying to be in a relationship, and maybe that mm-hmm. person wasn't ready or, or, or whatever. But then I've also waited three months mm-hmm. before I got in a relationship, and that didn't work. Right. So nothing worked. So I'm trying to get into, like, I don't know, trying to figure out what I have to do. I've tried so many different things, and I'm not trying to be the single guy 55 dude, years old at a bar. Dude, like, that's t- just not I'm, me. Look, I'm gonna t- I, know, I know we're running short on time, but let me tell you, let me make two more points, and then... We can uh, we can we can we can handle everything. Yeah, right? I, I right. won't go. I won't go over another five minutes. All right. Okay. So look, there's three things that I always carry on me, no matter what. All right, and they're from Brittany, and I love them. Okay. All right, they are part of my accessories every day. One is this watch. Okay, it's a little fossil watch. It's not the most expensive. Okay, it's not right. Gucci. It's nice watch. It's not Gucci. It's not Rolex. It's a little fossil watch. But yeah. here's the thing, Brittany takes time. On the back of it, it says, "I love you until the end of time." It's an Angels and Airwaves song. The lyrics from Angels and Airwaves, and it's a great song. That's a great fucking band, though. I yes, like it. It is. And now here's the thing. There's another thing I keep around my neck. It's a guitar pick she got engraved for me, and it's our song to each other. Right. And it's by Blink One Eight Two, and on the guitar pick it says, "Let's make this last forever, forever and ever." On the back, and it was our it was our one year anniversary present. But that's cool, and dude. I've, I've, I've never, never had a girl do that. I've man. never had a uh, a sentimental gift like that brought me to tears, man. And then on top of that, she gets me this wallet. And it's got my initials engraved on it. That's fucking sick. You know? But here's the thing. She takes the time out to look at that, you know? Mm-hmm. I give her hell sometimes, dude. Like, I can be a jackass. And here's the thing. She can be a bitch. All right? And then the, the, the first point is, is those are the three things I carry because I know she loves me. Yeah. I know she sacrifices what she but wants to do But the fact that you I can do. love her right. is something that I have never been able to experience. I've right. had girls, my last two girlfriends, mm-hmm. 100%, they always fall in love with me. But I feel like I have to be the person like, don't fall in love with me. No, 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 dude. Because even though if they 100% love me, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can love them. Because it's just fucking like, you got to do certain things with me for me to like fall in love. No, 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 dude. No one can do anything to make you love them. It's your decision to love them. I guess you have, you to, have to choose, choose who to love. To love. Exactly. I, that's what somebody dude, told me before. Dude, that you choose who you love. I, dude, it didn't just happen. I didn't just wake up and be like, oh, I love Brittany. Like, no, I made a conscious decision. I sat down and I said, okay, I'm done fooling around. I'm done screwing around with other girls. I'm done flirting with other girls behind her back. I'm done being a jackass. I'm going to love this girl for who she is. And I'm going to accept everything that is about her. And I'm going to do what I can to help her through everything. Right? right? Dude, yeah. she's Italian and Puerto Rican. Right? She's got an attitude problem. <laughs> all right? She scares me sometimes. I think she might stab me in my sleep. All right? I love her. Okay? I look past that. 
Okay, she had a procedure done today. I'm in that room with her, holding her hand, saying, "Come on, honey, you can get through this. You can get through you this." You just said, "Don't just bring the procedure up." What it's about? <laughs> okay. okay, okay. Not exactly. I'm not, but I'm like, you can yeah. do this. You can get through this. It's okay. I'm right by your side. We're gonna get this done. We're gonna get this done. And she does the same thing for me. I was sick on Monday. I had 102 fever. I'm laying yeah. in bed. She comes up and she puts my head on her lap and she starts playing with my hair. She gets a warm compress, puts it over my head, brings me medicine and ginger ale and all this stuff. Like, dude. Love is not easy, man. Love is freaking it's hard, hard dude. As shit, dude. It's stressful, man. It's not like you said. You grew up a Christian. You yes. think it, you think it was e- easy for Jesus to get up and willingly let people? Did you know how hard it was for out? me to be growing up Christian with people that, and even now, hanging out with people that aren't Christian? I have my sins. I mean, dude, everybody you know, I have has my girl. I, there's girls here and there, and you know, things may happen, and it's just like you feel bad about it, and. You know, there's, there's, it's, it's, my thing is just, it's, it's hard to be a Christian because I feel like if I'm 100% into it, I can't have any fun. I no, can't get fucked dude, up. Dude, I can't get dude, fucking dude, drunk. Dude, I can't dude, curse. I can't do this. Dude, I can't do that. No, no, no. It fucking dude, sucks. dude, you got it wrong. It's, it's not a checklist, man. It's not a checklist. This is, this is what I love about Christianity. This is what I love about Jesus, dude. He came and he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes right. in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. He says, For God so, so, that so is in there for a reason. He so loved the world. He didn't just love the world. He so loved the world that he right. willingly gave mm-hmm. himself. Because Jesus is God in human form. You know, the Trinity. God the Son, God the Father, the Holy Spirit. So yeah, trying, there's God, a lot of arguments about yeah. that. But, but look, look, dude. He loves you enough, and it's not a checklist, man. Relationship. Did you ever see this tattoo on my arm, what it says? A couple times, yeah. Do you know what it says? I don't know what it says, and everybody's able to make it out. Where, where am I looking? Right here. Saved by the blood of Christ. Yes, dude. So I am. I'm definitely saved, but I've always kind of been, I don't know. I kind of, I, I, my, my rebel outstage has lasted from 22 till now. Dude, here's the thing, man. I'll tell you this. Look, Jesus, just, Jesus... Jesus wasn't hanging out with all the good people. Jesus wasn't hanging out with, you know, the people who were in church. Jesus actually hated the people who were in church. You know? Okay. So, dude, Jesus is hanging out with hookers and strippers and prostitutes and tax collectors and people who were outcasts of the town. Jesus was invited to the craziest parties. Dude, he turned water into wine at a wedding. Yeah, Are how fucking crazy me? is that? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Jesus was a partier. All right? And, and I'm here's not, the thing. Here's hold on, the, hold here. on. I'm not saying that to disrespect him. I'm saying Jesus partied. However, he was modest with himself. He took care of himself. He was right. a man. He was a yeah. gentleman. Yeah. He knew what lines not to cross. Not because he was God, because he knew that was what was right. And he had to do it the right way. You know, He had to live that perfect life so you don't have to live that perfect life. Yeah, Jesus died. Jesus died for everybody, yeah. okay? And all you got to do is believe. That's all you got to do is believe. And, and people, if you, and well, if you people, still sin, and if you still sin, he already forgives you for it, man. Yeah, the, that's the, the beauty the, the problem is that, The problem is now, there's two things I'm going to state real quick before we end. Yep, you're good. Is that if Jesus came back, and let's just say Jesus was right next to me on the left-hand side. Mm-hmm. Now, I would recognize that, but a lot of people in the world would be like, that's a magic trick. That's not Jesus. He could perform a thousand miracles, and everybody would be like, "Dude, Jesus the, brought it, people like, back from the dead, and they still hung them to a tree." Yeah, they you wouldn't know? believe it. Whatever. No, they wouldn't, dude. And that's the sad thing. The Bible even states that. And I know we got to wrap up. I'll say this, and then we can close. Look, the Bible even says that you know, um, oh God, what's the verse? Um, the Bible even states that uh, people will willingly people choose darkness over light, dude. Why do you think yeah. people like the dark? Because yeah. they can hide, man. They can, they can stay out. When the light gets turned, when you wake up in the morning and that light hits your face, you're like, oh, no, it well, burns. I used up. to judge people because, like, same thing with you. Like, one night, you know, 
and I'm gonna like I'm not gonna say what I said before because I had talked to Kevin about it, and I'm like because this is the thing that kind of turned me off from a lot of that stuff is well, that Christianity. I've been, well, I've been to a lot of churches, and then it was like, yo, you talk about the word on Monday. But you were just snorting coke on the weekend. Oh, dude, I agree with you. I think it's stupid. But at the but here's same the, time, but here's the thing, dude. Here's the thing. If I've you're been, gonna sit there and you're gonna be like, and just you're, and admit you're gonna it, be like, admit I'm, it. I'm, you have don't to act like it, you didn't do that. Exactly. But here's the thing, dude. Jesus didn't. Jesus didn't die for like certain sins. He died for all of them, man. He died yeah. for all the sins. So you go out and like, dude. I know like, it's just it's this whole fucking thing. It's but, a lot. It's a lot. We could do another podcast, but until next time, Jake. I appreciate you having me hey, on this podcast, and man. Jake. Dude, I enjoyed yeah, this, dude. Good, I bonded man. with you. We had a great time. Went a little bit longer than expected, but that's okay. It's fries with Jake. Um, also, we're fucking end and awesome that I could search uh, Mitch's music and check out the episode. It'll probably be posted sometime next week. But we're gonna end now. Had a great fucking time. We're still fucking drinking. I'm half drunk. Whatever. I'm so, still sober, baby. Yeah, and you're still sober. Because <laughs> like, I gotta drive an hour home. <laughs> yeah, an hour. Yeah, dude, I live in Egg Harbor. Oh, Jesus. I didn't know you fucking lived that far. All right, we're going to end. <laughs> Love you guys. Peace out. Fries with Jake. Check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. You can check it out. So, peace, bitches. Before you end. Uh, I almost pressed it. My band is Holiday City. That was the song in the beginning. It's called Sell Out. It's on every digital download platform. Like Jake said, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Google Play, Spotify. And the song is actually pretty good. Thank you. I feel that it could actually be a hit. All right. And if you don't like Jake's podcast and you got a problem, what's up, boy? You want (laughs) to catch these hands? He said you want to catch these hands. Listen, what we do here on uh, Fries with Jake is we just talk a bunch of shit. We have, honestly, the whole uh, podcast has been... Well, let's see, 45, Dude, we're 55, all... 105, it's probably about almost an hour and 20 minutes, I would say, so I'm letting the timer count down right now, but, you know, I fucking drink, I fucking hang out, and I talk bullshit with my friends that come on the podcast, and I appreciate everybody that comes on the podcast and that fucking listens, because we have a good time, and, you know, it is what it is. And Dude, we the fans just... make us who we are. It's we can't true, do any of this without the support of the fans. You're going to get love. You're going to get hate, but at the end of the day, you just got to throw yourself out there. Exactly. And uh, that's what I do. So peace out, guys. Love everyone. Have a good weekend.